Hello, and welcome to the R2DP Road to Discovery podcast, ending the stigma of weight loss surgery with Steph, aka Bariatric Warrior, Bex, aka Becoming Bex, Nicole, aka Spooky BSG Barbie, and Cass, aka Queen Sparkle We are here to talk about everything weight loss surgery related, the good, the bad, and the ugly to end the stigma. So come join us on this road to discovery. So on today's episode, we are just going to introduce ourselves. And so I will start off. My name is Stephanie. I am 29 years old and I had VSG surgery October 5th, 2021. And I had VSG because I had severe gastroparesis. Basically, the fundus of my stomach would not contract. The muscles were paralyzed. So it would take me 8 to 12 hours to digest one meal when it normally takes about four hours to digest a meal if you have a working stomach. So I was on steroids and prokinetic antibiotics for two years. I gained 63 pounds. (laughs) COVID happened. And with gastroparesis, you're so bloated and don't feel like eating all the time that I would binge all of my calories at the end of the day. Um, I am also called the bariatric warrior on Instagram because I did have post-op complications at 10 weeks, and we'll get into that in another episode, Um, but I am currently down 83 pounds since then. I did have a revision surgery in April of 2022, Um, and I'm just happy to be here with my girls. So now we're going to hear from Bex. Oh, already (laughs) all right so uh trying to boil it down to something short is tough but um i'm bex or becoming bex on instagram um i guess what brought me to vsg was um you know being almost 400 pounds after years, uh, let's be real, like two full decades of bulimia. Um, But I was finally diagnosed with bulimia, I think in 2020, I think. Yeah, in 2020, I was diagnosed with bulimia. Um, And that kind of, that was kind of one of the things that made me realize I needed, I needed help. Um, I had already been going to therapy for years at that point and doing a lot of work on myself. And I had already kind of decided that I would get the surgery, but you know, you you know how it is. You like decide I'm going to get the surgery, but I'm going to try one more time, Mm -hmm. one more time, you know, fucking just one more time. I'm going to do diet and exercise and somehow it's going to work. And I I did lose 30 pounds and then I immediately gained back 20 of that 30 with like, you know, not, I don't want to say no reason because I had bulimia, but like, you know, without trying, I just gained it right back because you know, diet and exercise without a small stomach is (laughs) not sustainable. Um, But I think what ultimately like made me decide to get the surgery was, uh, was like the bulimia diagnosis, because I want to say less than less than three months later, I had like done the research. I called my mom and I was like, I'm ready. Let's do this shit. And I was booked at that point with Blossom Bariatrics in Vegas, which is where I had 
VSG on one sixteen twenty one. Um, so I am what a year. I'm a year and a half this month. So this is June twenty twenty two. So I'm a year and a half this month. Um, I have lost over one hundred and sixty pounds and some change, depending on the day, <laughs> uh, depending on what I ate. You know. Um, and I think, you know, one of the questions is always like, do you wish you'd done it sooner? And on the one hand, yeah, of course, I think I've been the idea of surgery and had been contemplating surgery for over a decade at that point. But the truth is I was not ready. Like, I, I always feel like, yeah, sure. I wish I'd done it sooner, but it happened when it needed to happen. It happened at the right time in my life. And when it mattered the most and when it, when it, when it was going to work, when it was going to stick to it, when I was going to make the, the actual, like actually like, commit to the life changes. So yeah. Um, before I had surgery, I was in a pretty dark place. Thought, Oh, this is my life, you know, 400 pounds the rest of my life or more, you know, cause at that point I was just gaining weight. Um, so surgery really, it was the light at the end of the tunnel for me. And I think we can all relate with that on a certain level. And we also have all tried all of these things prior to getting us to the point of having bariatric surgery. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And now we're going to hear from Nicole. Hey, everyone. Um, I am Nicole, otherwise known as Spooky VSG Barbie. Um. My story is a little different. I I actually had the opportunity to have weight loss surgery, you know, when I was younger, almost like in high school. Uh, My mom had had it, and that's when the band was very popular, and she had so many complications with it. Mm -hmm. And I just, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And uh, she struggled, and I didn't want to go through that. I believed that every surgery related to this would be that where I would just struggle and it would not ever stick. And I tried losing weight so many times as so many of us have. And three times I lost a hundred pounds on my, (laughs) yep. On my own and uh, gained it all back. And then some till finally my biggest was 321 pounds now, at this point, I had met this person, and I, I do not regret it because it showed me that I was deserving of love, and I learned a lot. But at this time, uh, he had a friend on social media who had gotten weight loss surgery, and I asked him, can I ask her, you know, your friend about the surgery, and I want to pick her brain. So I reached out to her. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. And I I was following her. And then she goes, by the way, are you dating this individual? Turns out they were talking for months. He had been cheating on me. (laughs) So then I didn't want to get the surgery even more because I... Revenge body. (laughs) Well, I associated this to... With that, yeah. Yeah. But then I said, you know what? This is the last thing this person takes from me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. Yep, so em. I went, exactly, <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my New England came out. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I had this surgery on uh, 
July uh, 2021. I don't know the exact date. I don't remember it. Sorry. Uh, and I had the gastric sleeve done and I first resented it. I was like, I hate this. I don't like it. I had that depression. I don't know if any of you experienced that, but I had major depression after I had the sleeve and I absolutely resented it. Yeah. You go and through then, like that hormone, that hormone like imbalance and you're like, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't scary. get that till I was like 10 months out. It didn't happen to me till I was mm-hmm. 10 months out. But okay. I know a lot of, a lot of people have that. A lot of people have that like immediate, like, regret yep. I would what cry for I no do. reason yeah same mm-hmm. I would cry and be super depressed and I said why did I do this and then you know finally after like three months it was a blessing I was like this is the best thing the best decision I ever could have made for myself and here I am today with you ladies and in, in this beautiful community and uh yeah that's my story in short and how much have you lost? I was going to say, how much did you lose? Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Um, I am actually almost at 150 pounds lost. Two more pounds. Dang, girl. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. I forgot to say how much I weighed. <laughs> Steph, oh. <laughs> I weighed 278 pounds of my heaviest. Mm. Yep. Mm. And now we're going to hear from Cass all the way from Alaska. Woo! (laughs) So hello, everyone. Oh, you are cutting in and out. You are cutting out. Oh, dang. We are having technical difficulties as people (laughs) have. Please stand by. (laughs) And now Cass is back. Do it, do it. Okay. Okay. Well, hello everyone. My name is Kath. Um, I am Queen Sparky Sleeve on Instagram. I am 39 years old and um, my, my road to uh, VSG was a long time coming. Um, I think that for me, the biggest motivator was for myself and my children. Um, I've been morbidly obese my whole life. Um, the most influential moment in my life was in sixth grade when we were doing the American presidential testing and they weighed us all in front of the class. And I was 202 pounds, um, versus the rest of my counterparts who are like barely pushing a hundred. Um, so that was probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Um, Fast forward many, many years, I'm 28, I have my first child, uh, 2017, I have my second child, um, and I just continuously gain more weight. And then in 2018, I really, I mean, and I've done all of these different diets, just like the rest of us, you know, Atkins, keto, intermittent fasting, you name it, we've all done it. We all know how And so in 2018, I started really working out really hard. It literally became an obsession. Um, So instead of food addiction, I switched to gym addiction. Um, I would work out six days a week, really hard, lifting heavy, doing two to three um, high intensity cardio classes. Um, 
and I dropped almost 100 pounds, um, which I've done multiple times as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Not sustainable. No, not at all. And then in 2018, I started having really bad bouts of vertigo. And my activity level came to a screeching halt, and I gained all the weight back. At the end of 2019, I got pregnant with my son, who is a miracle baby. And I say this like he is a literal miracle baby, like a vasectomy baby from 19 years ago, miracle. Wow. um, And I found out in February of 2020 that I was pregnant with Milo. Um, Fast forward to September 1st, which is my birthday. I have my son. Um, So he is my little birthday buddy. And... uh, Uh, so I had a struggle with my two daughters with breastfeeding. I was never able to successfully breastfeed them. And me and Milo had this great journey of breastfeeding. And if somebody ever tells you that you lose weight during breastfeeding, they're a fucking liar. No. Um, I was quite the opposite. My appetite was like ravenous. I could not have enough food, um, I was always hungry and I would just continuously try to eat, keep up my milk supply. And uh, I gained so much weight from breastfeeding. When I, and in January, you know, after I had had Milo, so it was January of 2021, I really just, I was such in a desperate place. Um, I was so depressed with my weight. I couldn't like get back on track and I was just like something's got to give I cannot do this I am not in a healthy spot mentally how am I supposed to take care of my children when I can't even take care of myself and so I had previously like thought about weight loss surgery but it never really like I never really thought that I could have it because I didn't have insurance that covered it so I just Google searched and I found Blossom and I called them that January of 2021 and I really thought about it and I told my husband and I was just he wasn't really on board he's like you don't really need to do that you know how to lose weight and I was just like no this goes beyond that it's like there is something that I need and you know this is literally the last resort like this is what's going to help me. This is what's going to really just drive it home for me. And two days later, I called Blossom back with my deposit and I scheduled my surgery six months out. The very maximum that you can, I scheduled it six months out because I was like, okay, this gives me time to pay it off because I was out of pocket. And so I had my surgery June 23rd of 2021. Um, so I am going, coming up on my one year surgery. Today I have lost 152.8 pounds. Dang. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Damn, girl. I am like ecstatic. I found so many good friends in this community. Um, and it really hurts my heart that people say that people cheat by having weight loss surgery. Yep. Because it's not a fucking walk in the park by any means. Nope. It, mm-hmm. is it is hard work. If you haven't walked the path, then you don't know. 
Yep. So you shouldn't judge other people for their choice. It shouldn't matter how we choose to lose weight. It's how we are getting healthy for ourselves and what our reasons for doing it are for. Anyway, off my soapbox. And most of the weight loss community is not who you see on my 600 pound life. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And what you see on that show does not depict Anything we go through, basically. It's drama. It's all just bullshit and drama. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun to watch. but. And coming from the film industry, I mean, that's where I work. All of that is made up. Mm -hmm. It's it's producers that try to, you said, Bex, push that drama. And it's not real life. No. All those people gain all the weight back and end up dying. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. It, that, and that's what makes me so angry, honestly, about watching those kinds of shows, because that is what causes so much stigma. Because you see those people go through the surgery. They go through this major surgery for the show, for the right. drama. Yeah, because they then, pay for the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they're not actually interested in losing any weight. They're not actually interested in changing any of their habits, any of their relationship with food, with their bodies, nothing. Nobody goes to fucking therapy, which makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately eat around their surgery and gain all the way back. Mm-hmm. And you just watch that and you sit there and you're, and then that, if that's what you know of weight loss surgery, of, of course, course you don't want to get it. Exactly. Yeah. And of course you're going to think it's the easy way out. Of course you're going to be like, this is cheating. But if you, you know, actually, are a part of the weight loss surgery community. That's not what we see. And I, somebody, I don't know who it was because I'm terrible at remembering Instagram names, but somebody posted um, recently about the success rates. And the success rate is actually very high. Like it's like in the nineties, you know, percentile of success rate long-term. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. This isn't, this isn't just like, because like I'm sure all of us I guarantee that all of us have had somebody when we were looking in to get the surgery somebody called us some fucking family member was like yeah well my friend's sister's brother had yeah. the surgery and gained all the weight back so are you sure yep. this? And or, just like, or I know someone who had that and they died and died <laughs> it's like yeah that's like the 0.1 percent chance any right. surgery has has a risk of complications and of death mm-hmm. Like, we all know this when we walked into this. I almost right. died twice and I'm still standing and I don't regret my decision at all. Exactly. Woo! And I mean, we'll we'll definitely talk about mm-hmm. complications in, a, in future episodes. Yeah. I mean, we almost, we, we all almost died being at the weight we were, yeah. you know, like we yeah. were living unhealthy lives. So, I mean, it was like we made a decision. And it was just a slower death. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, at my heaviest, I was also almost 400 pounds, but that was unrecorded. When I started 353.9, when I had surgery, I was 333. Yeah. I mean, it, or frame, and it's hard to carry that much weight. How tall are all of you? (laughs) What's up? How tall are all of you? I guess that would like also put a picture like into people's minds if like, you know, they're listening and they don't follow us on Instagram and see our pictures. Like a lot of people didn't know I'm almost six feet tall. Yeah, right. you're really yeah. tall. <laughs> so, so like, I think a lot of people also play into the 
comparison and I hate that because we're all metabolically made differently. We are all different heights. BMI is bullshit. And Mm. um, yeah. I learned, I learned through, and this is something, if you watch my videos, you'll find out. I learned that your BMI actually changes throughout the day because your height changes throughout the day. So when you wake up, you are actually taller than you are when you go to sleep. And Mm -hmm. so you, and it can vary up to a quarter to a half an inch. Okay. And so if you look at your, your weight and your BMI in the morning versus the evening, it's different. And then we all know we, we fluctuate five to 10 pounds a day. That is natural and normal. Yep. And so we can literally fluctuate within the BMI by multiple points per day. So like BMI is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, yes. Yeah, only five, four. I don't want to be shorter. I will reach for all the things on the top shelf for you. (laughs) So I'm, I'm five foot uh, six and some change depending on the day. I used to always say I was five, seven. I like to pretend I'm five, seven, but let's be real. I'm really just like five, six and a half. And then I went to the doctor the other day and it was later in the day. And I was like five, six and a quarter. And I was like, that's bullshit. Excuse you. Six and a half. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the third. Uh, that also happened to me. I, I'm also five, six and a half. Hey. Like mm-hmm. um, and then uh, recently when I went to the doctor, they're like, oh, you're five, six. And I was like, excuse you. I am five, six there. and a half. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Your spine right. compresses throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. So the surgeon measured me at five, ten and a half. And I'm 5'11.75. And so, of course, like, you know, when we could, I was, my BMI was 39.8. And unless I wanted to eat 10 cheeseburgers and try and gain 10 pounds, my insurance was not going to cover it. So I also paid out of pocket for my surgery. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that in the next episode, talking about the process of weight loss surgery. And the myths. And the myths of bariatric surgery as well, yes. Do any of you have any closing statements to wrap up this podcast? Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to say that uh, everyone's journey is so totally unique and different to themselves. And if you're someone that's thinking about getting the surgery, your journey is not going to be like any of ours. You can't compare to anyone's journey. Yours will be separate to its own and it will be unique and it will be beautiful. And if you're not getting the surgery and you're just here to educate yourself, I love you, babe. Well, (laughs) (laughs) and I agree. Like, yeah, everyone's journey is different. Um, We all, we all struggle with similar things, but you know, it's still different. Um, Obviously, like I had post-op complications that are very rare and Bex is having some post-op complications mm-hmm. now way down the road. Mine are, mine are common. That's yeah, the thing. Like so way that, down the I'm road. excited to talk about that you know? because we've got rare and we've got common. And then mm-hmm. you, I mean, honestly, you know, Kaz, Nicole, you honestly probably have your own complications that you may not know their complications. Yeah. You know? And then we also and have our... I can't poop ever. <laughs> You need some fiber in your diet. <laughs> I tried. I it. I don't know. Anyway, this shit, this shit, man. But I am 
so excited to be a part of this with you ladies. This community has been amazing. Um, obviously, there's also the shit part of the community too, because they like to just show the butterflies and rainbows, but we're here to show everything, everything. because that's everything. what should be shown and that's how you break the stigma. Um, but the people who have supported all of us, we thank you so much. Thank you. Um, thank you. We're glad to have you here. So thank you for joining the R2DP Road to Discovery podcast, ending the stigma of weight loss surgery. Please join us next time. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that follow button here on Spotify. Hit that bell if you'd like to receive notifications and leave us your feedback because we'd love to hear from you. And we hope you all have a beautiful and wonderful week. Bye, our two D peers. Bye, our two D peers. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>